Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome to Petty Little Things. I'm Davina Devine. And I am Victoria's Secret. And this is our tent, uh, tent, <laughs> tent, episode, tent episode. <laughs> it's our tent episode and we are delighted to have a very special guest joining us later in the show. Tell us Victoria, who is it? We have a former child star. Uh, she puts Sundays on the map and she has handled more balls in Dublin than any other lady I know. We have the one, the only, Miss Shirley Temple Bar. Our girl, Cheryl. <laughs> Woo, Cheryl. <laughs> uh, we've worked with Cheryl for loads and loads of years, so it's um, it's great to have her and... she's. I know she's been a big lover of the podcast, so it's lovely to have her on. Yeah, it's and it's someone like... We actually do plan this out for those of you that we just come on and yeah. talk shit. Shirley was always someone that we're like, right, we want to run our 10th episode, but then we're in lockdown. So we've had to yeah. figure it out. And we're, that's, out. we're still recording remotely, obviously. So we're yeah. in separate locations, socially distancing. We're right. actually now, two kilometers apart. Totally. Well, we're further, to be honest. You're about four or five kilometers away from me. But Davina, you yes. need to take some credit because this could either fuck up today or go really stunningly well because she spent a lot of time this week researching new ways to record for the optimum sound quality. So if it's shit, yeah. blame Davina Devine. <laughs> and if it's great... Yeah, I'll you'll take, take the, the credit, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully <laughs> it sounds really better for my end, so we won't know till it goes live. So I'm sure you'll be the first to tell us, avid listeners. Yeah. Oh, the fans, the, the fans, f- the fans, the fans, the fans. So, the fans. my darling dear, what have you been up to? Okay, what have you, what uh, have you been passing your time? Honestly, I've I found myself feeling a little bit motivated. I'm trying to plan stuff like that is far away enough to know that life will be back to normal. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, last week we announced Heidi. Now, I know you don't watch Drag Race, the newer stuff, mm-hmm. but I know that you saw, I've seen some clips of her. She's actually very funny. I, uh, I Heidi s- in Closet. 
Heidi in is her name is Heidi in closet. <laughs> well, N Heidi N closet. Oh, Heidi N closet. I saw yeah. a clip of her last night. Actually, I I sent it to you just because I thought she was kind of funny. She was doing some kind of like um, product ad or something. Yeah, she kept like swishling. Yeah, that, that's what that's what got me. I love a two swishle. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> Dolly does a really so, good one. I love it. Dolly does that so good. Yeah. So she went on sale and she sold out in 20 hours. So that's in the that's George, brilliant. which is the first nightclub gig or like club show we've done in so long. And I'm really excited about that because you can be dirtier and you can just be crazy and there's no under 18s. Sorry if you're under 18 listening, but like <laughs> sometimes the adults like to play. So uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I actually, um, I think I actually would like to see her because... She looks like a queen's queen and she's she's kind of funny looking. She's a queen's queen. It. She is a queen's queen. That's exactly what it is. I always think that there's every season there's like a couple that maybe the audience aren't going to be like, oh yeah, they're amazing, but they're queen's queens. We're like, I get her. She's yeah. a queen. No, that's great. You know and it's mean? nice to be planning stuff and kind of just, you know, hoping yeah. to be back to normal. Totally. Somehow. Sure, I'd murder a fucking holiday. I'd murder a holiday. Just well, a bit of know sunshine. What? I'm mentally kind of trying to think that this is like a little sabbatical that we're on at the moment just to get through it. So it's just like, think of it as a little kind of uh, mm. un- paid leave. Um, and actually, we've also, um, our gig in Vicar Street has been rescheduled due to it align has. with Dublin Pride as well, which is great. Yeah, we, the 12th of, yeah, of September. 12th of September, Kim Woodburn, Mucha. Mm. Uh, I'm Grandmam, tickets are on sale on Ticketmaster. And if you haven't listened to our Kim Woodburn interview, please do, because honestly, it's the wildest thing that either of me, either me or Davina have ever so done in terms of speaking to someone. She is wild. And I'm hoping that Mutya will come on to the podcast as well at some point. That'd be great. Yeah, she's... And I'm sure she's got lots of tales and stuff. I'd love to get a little um, interview into her. Yeah. Like, which one was the bitchiest sugar babe that they worked with? Because <laughs> there was a few of them. Speaking of Drag Race, actually, um, mm-hmm. I saw Trixie's uh, documentary is on Netflix. Yes. Parts. Yeah. No, yeah, I didn't yeah, watch yeah. it, obviously. But uh, yeah. I... It's actually very good. I think you'd enjoy it. It's not about Drag Race. Well, do um, you know what we were just talking about, myself and Dolly? That I, I, Dolly actually brought it back to me. She mm-hmm. was in the George. It was, I think it was the, the they were screening the final and I think Jasmine Masters was there. Was that that night? No. So um, basically we'd, we'd Trixie on and I tried to organise an after party because All Stars was starting that night and I oh, booked okay. Roxy Andrews to come in. That's who And my favourite thing about that night was Roxy Andrews did a meet and greet in an oversized black pullover. Yeah. And I was just, jumper. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was fascinating. I was like, she's glam. Like she's glam and there she was. Jumper. She was actually was like, really oh. sweet though. But so sweet. Didn't we were, drink though, Davina. No. Didn't drink. We were backstage and Trixie came in and I have to say she was one of the most rudest queens I've ever come across. She was so Great. rude. So rude. She was so rude to everybody. She was pushing people out of the way. She I couldn't she went she wanted to get to the end of those stairs so that everybody could see that she was there, pretending that she was there uh to see the the live show that was going on and she was pretending that she was there for Roxy Andrews and it was just Oh I don't know girl because I've worked with her a lot and she's honestly always the exact same really really nice but also she hadn't seen that that episode was live she hadn't seen it so that was her first opportunity to see it was episode one of All Stars 3 and she was she you, was also, um, you also have been booking her though So she's going to be nice to you Do you know what I mean? But yeah I think... but like I've seen her around most people And she's just consistent Even like As she's gotten more famous Like she was just Even the first time yeah. she came over She just wanted to go for like um, Chipotle And like very low key And just like simple 
Well, maybe, like, she, maybe yeah. I got her on a bad day, but, uh, but she kind of basically. But your opinion through. is your opinion. Yeah. Your well, opinion is your opinion. My experience sure. is my experience. Oh, there we have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an opinion, um, bitch. <laughs> Well, I mean, I fully take my board. So what else have I been doing? Do you mean I, I, I learned how to sew? Well, learning. <laughs> no, no, I learned. I'm, I sewed a full costume. Like, oh, very good. Um, yeah, I never want to do it again. It was no. horrific. I hated it. It's, it's oh. just one of those things. And when I saw you were learning, I was like, she is not going to get into that. It's never. so time consuming and it's, it's a lot of work. It's also fiddly, and I have yeah, no chunky patience. fingers. No chunky fingers, like and no like, patience, and no patience. But like, <laughs> like you see the zip, the zip alone, oh, and like it took me like three, you know four what, hours though? to get that in. I don't know if you'll agree though, like because I remember I got a sewing machine a few years ago, and I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing that, yeah. yeah. And it lasted like a hot minute, but mm. there, it takes the fun out of like preparing something like that takes the fun out of it. I like mm. having a fitting and getting excited about it and then coming yeah. back for the next thing when it's done. It's mm-hmm. when you actually have to sit down in the painstaking moments. And we put so much into the rest of our Dragon Reef style and wigs, makeup, all that. Yeah. Like and come here, tell me this. Do process. Boohoo do fittings? Oh, they do. Yeah, they, they have all my measurements. Sure, that's the... Oh, that's oh the they do, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I have oh, a okay. collection coming out soon. <laughs> that was low key shade, everyone. Low key shade. <laughs> that boohoo bitch. I'm just kidding. Uh, I fully support boohoo. In fact, I got uh, the whatever the little mix collection was this year. Few piece said that now. My is that big not from Pretty Little Thing. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know what Pretty Little Thing is. Uh, but uh, I, it was yeah. And uh, but my back being such a boisterous back you seem to burst all of them so uh yeah i don't think i'm made for you yeah. know ready to wear well big shout out to all those uh fast fashion retailers if they would like to send us some uh goodies we'd be well up for that speaking of being sent goodies i actually received some lovely goodies this week in the post Ooh. uh um i got a lovely my friend michelle ragazzoli stone actually sent me a gorgeous new palette that she has uh that she brought out would be perfect and for all you little makeup lovers out there it's fab i have to say very glam. Yeah, I, I really like Michelle. Do you know that? <clears throat> I Obviously, you're an original Mac girl, right? You're like, when when I think of the Mac girls, I think of the, like, the heyday when Pam-Ann was, like, the face Pamela of the brand. Pamela Anderson, not Pam-Ann. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Pamela Anderson. And, uh, and just how glamorous the brand was, but yeah. also going into Brown Thomas and seeing all of the girls who you worked with being just tarted up. I loved it. Painted like stone. I loved it. And obviously Michelle was one of those. So I met her through you Mm -hmm. back then. Really fond of her. But I'm excited. Tell me more about this. No, so she basically, she's done a collab with Be Perfect Cosmetics, which is an Irish brand. And she brought out this palette. So it's got like blushes and highlighters and it's just a really glam palette. It's like, it's very Michelle. And to be honest, me and Michelle always have a bit of a knock. Michelle, uh, for those of you who know, she's a blogger. She's, uh, Michelle Ragazzoli Stone and she's a makeup artist she's a celeb makeup artist yeah. uh, but people always say that Mrs. We, makeup I Mrs. call her makeup, is it yeah. actually Mrs. Makeup or is it just MRS it's MRS makeup? Glam now so uh, uh-huh. people always say that we look alike so people always comment saying oh you're in this magazine like kind of basically we have this ongoing little gag so I'm delighted uh-huh. for her and I love seeing um, Irish brands supporting Irish people in, in that kind of way like so it's it's great and I listen, that's pretty major yeah that's and, pretty I, major. Listen, and I love free makeup so I'm in 
Well, come here. This episode is coming out on a Thursday, which is the same day as our live show. I'm an Aussie bitch, and obviously I won't get to see it. So give us a go on your Insta story uh, at some I point. I will. I lash the gorgy uh, colours. I lash on. And speak. Um, my dog is now an influencer. Uh, I got sent a gorgeous little dog collar from Hot Doggo's um, official, which is gorgeous. I like. Listen, my little bulldog does Dolly is an influencer. <laughs> She got, I should have got a harness for Dolly. <laughs> She'd be thrilled. <laughs> she would be thrilled. Ruff, ruff. Yeah, so I'm delighted. I got a little collar and uh, it's she hates. I brought her for a first walk yesterday, like in the collar. It's made from all mm. sustainable fabrics. Like I think it's made from... Oh, like, so Winnie is a sustainable queen is, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, she is. Because uh, last year, you know, diversity and inclusion was, was the trend. And this year it's sustainability. Did you know that? Uh, okay, thank so, you. So there you go. Good to know, uh, good to know. Yeah, so she's delighted, like, well, she hates her life because she's a lazy bitch. She does not, like, going out at all, but oh, I girl. love walking her with a new little collar on. So thank Your you to Hot Doggos. Your little walks with her. Your walks oh. with her, girl. Her face I looks know. like you just kicked her before going, like, oh. live on your Instagram story. She's the cutest. She's actually going to be making an appearance on our digital show this week, which I'm very oh. excited about. What is she lip syncing to? What song? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening to this early on Thursday morning, our live show is this evening. It's at nine o'clock. Um, and we have non-drag queens lip syncing. It's kind of like the ultimate lip sync battle, right? It's Miss Mud, Miss Unprofessional Drag. So anyone that basically wanted to do a performance but didn't want to go through all the effort of, you know, caring. <laughs> they're yeah. the ones that are going to be performing. Or shaving. We've been doing this now for the last, this is our fifth week, actually. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah we've been doing crazy. live shows every Thursday, 9pm. You have to come and check them out. They have actually, they've been keeping us sane through all this. Yeah, well, I can't 100%. speak for you, but definitely keeping me on the straight and no, narrow. It, it gives us a focus, like even the podcasts and, yeah. and stuff, like keeping us focused. So like, yeah, thanks for tuning in, because honestly, we would, we're just thrilled that someone's watching. <laughs> we're actually just talking to each other. How are you, Victoria? Um, Go on. For career, Davida, two things, and maybe you won't let me announce them and like shame me for bringing them up if it's right. too early. Go but uh, we're doing something on Saturday as well. Um, are we allowed to tell people what it is? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're, go- we're going to be on uh, Ireland AM talking yeah. about uh, bringing drag to people's homes uh, uh-huh. direct to their living room. So... Yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking about our podcast, which obviously, if you're already listening to, thanks very much. Give us uh, a review. And, yeah, <laughs> five stars only. <laughs> I still know which one of you bitches it was that put the one star yeah, review. We do. And when know. lockdown's over, bitch, I'm finding you. Yeah, we're going um, to go. fly over there and get you. <laughs> <laughs> fly over. Oh, my God. You're so fucking funny. Uh, and then also, um, so we'll also be talking about our live shows as well. Um, but we'll both still be in our sitting rooms. And something you should be aware of is it's going to be at 9.30, I think, in the morning. We'll be up from very early to get into drag. Like, yeah. very, very I think I'll just stay up from Thursday. I mean, like two days later, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you got the laser, so there's yeah. no beard growing through, so you're fine. You did home laser. You taught yourself how to do I laser did it with while the in lockdown. <laughs> I did um, it with the no-no the, hair removal. Uh, I wish that would work. I'd do it. No problem. No, no. Um, and then the other thing is, Davina, because they might listen to it just after this, uh, is our next live show, which we already know what it's going to be, what yes. we're planning. 
So we have been doing, this is our third heat of the Queen of Captivity. We started a pageant a couple of weeks ago just for fun, which was a one-off drag pageant that we were going to do because we didn't know how long this lockdown was going to like be. I really thought three weeks. Me three too. Weeks, and obviously the goalposts keep being pushed. So we have decided to extend the Queen of Captivity, which is an online drag pageant for drag kings, drag queens to enter. Uh, mm. So we decided to make it into like a heat style competition. And this is our third heat this week. So yeah. yeah. Totally. So if you're sitting at home and you think you could be Ireland's next drag, like, amazing queen. Don't say superstar, uh, but just... <laughs> yeah, notice I didn't use superstar. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> DM Tavina is what I was going to say next. Yeah, or you can DM Victoria as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tavina's still on the admin, admin queen. road. No, no, no. <laughs> She's the admin queen. I keep telling people to DM you because I'm like, yeah. oh, I hate Listen, DMs. Joan didn't get that job in accounts in MCD. <laughs> oh, my God. Come here, I, even though we talk to each other every day, this has actually lifted my spirits already. So. Listen, anything is going to help at this stage. But yeah. you know it's going to lift your spirits even more? A word yeah. from our special guest. Shall we bring her in? Let's do it. Yes. Okay, up next after this three second jingle, because that's the only bit I can edit down to make it sound normal, because <laughs> we don't have our normal producer in the studio, is going to be the one, the only Miss Shirley Tumble. Bye! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined with our very special guest for our 10th episode. Our number one girl, oh, Shirley Temple Barr is in the house. 10th across the board. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, lady. Oh, it's so nice to hear your voice. I know. And not to too. see us. Girl, <laughs> you must yeah. be thrilled not to see us. I, I'm normally doing my own face when I'm talking to you anyway, so it kind of feels like <laughs> oh my God. looking over my shoulder, giving me a side eye. Oh, like an assault on the eyes. I have to say, <laughs> that's the bit of drag I'm missing the most. The sitting in the dressing room, just having the a girly good old gossip. bitch. You were talking yeah. about it before, and it's so true. It's just, I mean, because I don't think that people, obviously we love doing the show sides, and that's mm. gas and all that kind of stuff. And that's the thing that people see. But for us, we say this amongst ourselves all the time, that the best part of the crack, the most dangerous, dodgy part, which is kind of why I'm worried about being on this, because I don't know where this conversation is going to go. But yeah, we have so much fun in the dressing room. And sometimes by the time it's ready to come downstairs and do the show, I'm already wrecked. Because I've laughed so much. I've laughed so much and I've told so many truths. Oh, true. We we always say that, like we're like the best shit happens in the dressing room. <laughs> like the real show is I in the mean, dressing room. That's why they always want. Whenever they're doing documentaries or uh, you know film, they want to come in the documentary and we're Can like, come upstairs <laughs> for, for us and for you and for the world at large. It's a big no. Yeah, it's a big no. no. That's just I don't think ever. people would come back if they heard the shit that we say. <laughs> they would hate you, Victoria, because you're a big faker. You're all like, nice. <laughs> Victoria's secret. No. <laughs> no, I think Dolly is the number one. They see that sweet smile and think she's innocent. She is nasty. Well, she's she revealed like a... herself on the podcast a few shows ago, didn't she? She showed how little she, she cares about her, her fans. She yeah, revealed so herself. Funny. She gives me life, Dolly. She's such a oh grumpy granny. It is so much fun. When she arrives in to do her face for the big transformation, it is the, it's the, the, um, yeah, the highlight of my Sunday, definitely. When she I arrives know. in, you mean? When she finally yeah. arrives in? It's kind of like the payoff. So, yeah. So how have you been coping through all this uh, madness that we've been living through the last it's few weeks? It's been really weird, hasn't it? I mean, you know, no. I'm kind of in a weird one because on one part of me, like you girls, I'm not... Um, I'm not doing the shows anymore, but another part of my life is kind of carrying on as normal. So mm-hmm. I have this kind of weird 
double thing happening where on one side I feel like I'm on this furlough or whatever words that, you know, they're calling it. And on the other side, I'm just kind of trying to keep going, doing my stuff. Plus, I've got parents who are a bit older, so they're locked in their house like, mm. you know, prisoners. How and are they doing, doing actually? They're doing fine, actually, because I was a bit worried about, my, you know, my mum especially, because she's quite social and she likes to go out and meet her friends and have a glass of wine and stuff. I'm not like her. Um, <laughs> and... Um, but I asked her how she was getting on there the other day because I was, I was a bit worried. And she said, Do you know, the days are going by really fast for her. And she's going, this is OK. It's not it's not as as much of a head melter for her and for them as I as I thought it would be, which is good because that's a bit, you know, not to worry about, you know? Yeah. yeah, of course. It's mad. It's kind of like, you know, we're like, I think for like what, five weeks in or whatever. And you do kind of it is kind of like a new normal. It's a bit odd, isn't it? But every time you kind of think you get used to it, somebody either says something that says it's going to get worse or somebody says something like it's going to get better tomorrow. And so I think, you know, it's it's very much um, it's that edginess. It's kind of like pre-show edgy nerves. You know, there's something about oh, yeah. that, what's the, that kind of jitteriness. That, what's that coming very, up? What's going to come really up? It's really tiring. It's yeah. tiring though, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yes. I have to say, um, if you don't think about it, it's a lot better and you just concentrate on the day that it is. But like, when it was two weeks in and I was thinking, oh my God, like May 5th is so far away. How am I going to get through this? And it's just better to not drink through it actually. I've done Yeah, and, and kind of watching telly and reading books and whatever it, whatever it is to get you through the books. day. <laughs> books? <laughs> I can read, Davina. I can read. Oh, I people, can read as people. Well. <laughs> the library is now open. And I have the key. <laughs> the library is open, but unfortunately, <laughs> we're under quarantine. <laughs> I can't reach that shelf. Um, well, come here. We're so delighted to have you. And we've been talking about getting you on to do this podcast literally since we started. We were like, we have to get Shirley. But we were kind of like, wait until we found our feet. <laughs> <laughs> and did you find them yet? Because I've seen well, your shoes. <laughs> oh, fuck. I found a few, I tell you. Uh, yeah, so we really wanted to get you in. And because it's our 10th episode, we thought, why Why not a better way than the number 10? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, and oh, Boris 10. Johnson's den, number 10. Oh, but well, also, you've been doing it, slaying it. You've been slaying it with your show. Well done. <laughs> oh, and with your online stuff as well, you've been really knocking it out of the park. I had a neighbour of mine telling me that they were catching up with you, you guys, really? your high jinx. Yes. Oh, geez. You need better neighbours. <laughs> I won't name them because of privacy and GDPR, but yeah. And was, yeah. It, was it a man or a woman, this neighbour? Well, I, I don't like to gender. I don't like to gender people, you know. So I, and for GDPR reasons, I'm not allowed gender them with Oh, that. my God. I'm <laughs> going to... When quarantine's over, I'm coming up to your street. Yeah. Come yeah. here. The other thing is, though, that you have been, like, have a, have had a huge impact on both of us in terms of mm. our drag careers as well. Like, whether you know it or not, you were the first fool to pay me. Like, just that <laughs> <laughs> there. <laughs> It's yeah, all your fault, I'm all about the coin. Uh, no, look, I, I didn't know that about you, but um, yeah. you know, if I'd known, did I actually? <laughs> I would have withheld <laughs> payment. <laughs> Oh, I hope you declared it. Um, uh, yeah. Eventually, yeah, it took a while, but we got there, yeah. <laughs> well, it was always a thing, the, the really interesting thing for, about the bingo show was that as, it, it, like, I mean, it's been going for more than 20 years and at the beginning it was just, it was just me doing kind of performances and then, you know, I had Annie Balls was kind of, you know, as a kind of a co-host and then she'd get up on the stage and do stuff. We didn't even have a stage in the beginning, to be honest. And then um, as the show got bigger and, and it became more popular, 
there was just a budget to do stuff and, and I'm, I've always been the kind of queen who enjoys working with other queens more than sitting by myself and kind of doing stuff by myself. I like the camaraderie and I like mm. the... The, the yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and and the, and the stuff that we can do when we're together because you know more people can do more stuff. And while, while you were saying like so, like obviously, like bingo started like a, like a long time for, you, for ago for you. Like so, what were you doing kind of before <laughs> you were doing? No, well, you know, like that's it's classic bingo. Davina, it's by the way. You. That is <laughs> no, but that is no. classic you, girl. Like you put something out there, but there's a little twist on the word no, that it's a bit no, like. No. Mm. Fuck <laughs> Okay. I think you meant that it, it it's gone by a flash for everybody else. It has. It really it really has. Like but you, you know, you twenty two years, start. yeah. It's and certainly... what were you doing before that? Like how you know how was Obviously it all a lot boats? of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um well no, so I um I had just come back from working in London. I'd, I'd gone to London after I graduated from university and yeah. I'd worked there for a while. And I was, I was doing kind of a serious job and all that. But London started to really get to me. It's, it's like a big, vast city. It's an amazing city in loads of ways. But yeah. um, I was kind of, I, I hadn't, because I'd kind of gone to, to, to London very soon after coming out, I hadn't really kind of experienced being my true authentic self in my own hometown. Right. So I wanted to come home and be kind of, you How know, living. Five six years, okay. so yeah, I was That's working. Yeah, I was. I mean, I felt and, and at the beginning it was great because I got a, 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 like a really fun job. I was working in television over there in in, in airtime sales for ITV, and then oh, I cool. worked with them for a couple of years, and I had a lot of fun. And then I, I got bored with that job. I moved into um, conference planning and organizing and something like that. And I did that for a while. And I was also getting a bit bored with that. So I was kind of getting bored with everybody and everything. Um, I kind of, I wasn't in a relationship or anything. So it was kind of easy for me to, to move home. And I still had loads of friends who were still at home. So every time I come home, I go, I'm missing out. And also, th- this was at the beginning, the really the beginning of the, Cal- the Celtic Tiger. So suddenly there was opportunities that weren't there when I graduated from college. So I kind of came home and went, yay, this was is it kind of Was it really different when you came back, like from being away? Yeah. Things kind of change in Ireland very quickly. Like I over... You know, over a short period of time, things change a lot. They seem to. Yeah, anyway. because at the, be- the beginning of the 90s, I mean, was, you know, the tail end of the 80s and the 90s, you know, Ireland was a quagmire. It was a shithole. And there was no jobs for anybody. You'd go to college because there were, everybody was being forced into college because there was no jobs anyway. So you'd go to college, spend three or four years doing that, and then you'd have to emigrate somewhere else. So every college was doing jobs in foreign languages because they were just trying to <laughs> shove people <laughs> off to France or Spain. And, you know, was like, yeah, I've yeah. got a degree with languages. Yeah, that's because you got a fast ticket out of here. So, I mean, a lot of people went off and had great successes and more power to them and all that. But um, I kind of got bored and I really, I love Ireland. I, I yeah. think Dublin is an amazing city. Yeah. Um, and and I, the crack you know, is not the same anywhere, especially no, in the UK. Yeah. Like for yeah. someone that is our neighbour, we're so different. It's two different, totally yeah. different kettle of fish. And the, the thing about Irish crack is something I miss all the time. Like if I'm ever out for a while. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the thing about it, London is a mad place because people drink in London at lunchtime at their job, what they used to back in when I was working. They go to work, go for lunch, have a few drinks, like, you know, like in EastEnders where they come in and they yeah. have these huge goblets of vodka. And you're like, and you're at work. Never have, why do they never have ice in their vodka? Because they're cold enough. Oh my god, it's so that's so so annoying. It's like paper yeah. straws and no fucking ice. <laughs> I know, yeah, um, and horrible, horrible kind of bars. It was, oh, yeah. Shirley, oh. when you came back, what was the drag scene in Dublin at that time? Very, very non-existent, really. Um, Panty Bliss was kind of doing. Um, Who's that? 
Jackie, her name is <laughs> Pandora Panty Bliss. <laughs> oh, Queen Barton, oh, I know her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, she was doing occasional stuff. Like, um, she was doing mainly in a straight bar, actually, on a Friday night. Um, and uh, and apart from that, there was there were two queens called the George Girls, who I remember seeing, but I don't remember when I saw them. And it could have been any time during the the nineties, but they've kind of disappeared into the mists of time, and I forget who I've who never they were. You talk about no, the me George neither. Girls. And did they work at the George like just two? Yeah, random yeah, and, queens, and, and, like... and you know what? It could have been just once that I saw them, and yeah, maybe some of you will get in touch and let us know. But yeah, <laughs> now you've just and, made and, you them know, famous. <laughs> well, there you go. Famous. This is a fabulous George girl. Um, George, you know, someone could just claim that I was one of the George girls. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you it's going to be Ariana Grande. I got my eyes on you. Or in Dizzy. We're the George girls. <laughs> I remember what they looked like, though. I remember what they looked oh, like. And, okay. I, and I go, no, it wasn't you. Um, and obviously and Mr. Mr. Pussy. Pussy. Yeah, Mr. Pussy was obviously... But also, Mr. Pussy wasn't really working on the, the gay scene as such. Most there wasn't really a gay culture, like a drag culture on the gay scene. It wasn't. It wasn't a weekly thing, and it certainly didn't become what what it became in in Dublin now, where mm. there's like you know a drag show on every night of the week, right. and and with more than one you know multiple cast members and the big industry yeah. that it is now. Because a lot's changed. That was that was way back in time. Though. When you actually think about it, or when you say it like that, it's actually crazy how far things have come. Even like mad, mad. and also and also. And also because of the internet, people can kind of, you can learn off of the people and the whole kind of, the whole style of drag has changed a lot. And for Develop in, quicker. In, yeah, but in good ways and in bad ways. Because mm-hmm. back then there was a bit more of a kind of a um, rebellious nature to being a drag queen. It was a bit more, it was kind of like a, a big fuck you to anybody judging people. And there was... Yeah, and it was, it was there was a political element to it that seems to have kind of for loads of reasons it's disappeared because you know we've had a lot of social progress and mm. blah blah blah, um, but it also changes the nature of what people do. The kind of performances change then because because if yeah. you don't have a message to make, you're 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 just kind of it's much more about the entertainment side of it, which is. Yeah. One, I love that too. Come here, something that we all get asked 500 times that I don't know the story behind yours. How did you get your drag name? And that is something that when someone asks oh, me, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, ugh. Actually, I don't Do you know what I mean? But I don't that. think you've ever told that story. No. Because, okay, so the, the very first time that I, I kind of did drag as such was, was for the Alternative Miss Ireland in 1997. Now, that's not to say I hadn't stuck on an L dress and Double heels. Yes, indeed, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, there's always been a kind of sissy boy element of me. <laughs> that's why I love Hi, you. Hi, fellas! <laughs> <laughs> but, so, and then, you know, why just, this, is, this goes back to what I was saying earlier on about coming back from London and I didn't, I went and I temped in Guinness for at like about six months or whatever and I wasn't really taking that seriously. It wasn't a career. Um, so, and, I, and then after that, I got bored of that and then I started working in Small Talk Cafe, which, um, I was working with Catherine Lynch and Shane Hart, who's the manager of Panty Bar, oh, yeah. and, and a few other people, and we had this kind of mad experience. That that was an incredible that was on time. Parliament as well. Street, wasn't it? Yeah, it's now where it's now an Italian pizzeria, and is it, it was Cafe a late Ruby's night. Or is it or is that it's is that the Cafe Ruby's place or is that the one that's it's down? It's the Italian-y name. I can't think. Oh, it's down near okay, the bridge. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 
And it was a bit of a like, it went, you know, they were trying to make this kind of space work, but it was real. It was a bit dodgy. And we would stay open late and they would sell kind of what they called like special coffees, which of course <laughs> weren't coffee at all. <laughs> and it would open really, really late. And, and for a while it was kind of a, you know, a speakeasy and a kind of a fun spot. It was, it was mad. And you'd never know who'd show up there. One night, um, Quentin Tarantino showed up. No way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was mental. So myself and Catherine Lynch were working there that day and... I think I was on crutches, or she was, I was on crutches. But we used to just in the middle of the in the day because we'd hardly do a tap of work because we were, you know, the, the not Shane, but the owner was was really really liked us. So we used to be kind of allowed just pop out for an afternoon and go off to the clubs or whatever and come back <laughs> during our shift, and then just to entertain, we'd do a little bit of a dance or whatever. We'd hop around the place and perform, uh-huh. but not really in drag. We'd be like dressed like in our normal civvies. Do and, lip syncs uh, like? Yeah, like the Deadwood stage and all kinds of mentalness and river dance and all kinds of stupidness. Um, and then, yeah, and they came in and, you know, we were like literally like lifting. Quentin Tarantino was sitting on like on a, bun- on a bunkette, kind of not on the seat, but kind of sitting up on the bit between a couple of seats, taking the whole space in. At the time he was going out with um, Mira Sorvino, I think oh, that's yeah, how you say oh, her yeah. name. And they were obviously over in Ireland filming something or whatever. And she was there too. And they were having their secret coffees. And, and the whole thing was just whack. Because it was like 2am oh in the goodness. morning. It was just madness. So yeah. Um, I kind of digressed in my tail there. Oh, that's okay. I was, I was totally enthralled. So was I. You never actually told It wasn't really like, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> it was just Mr. Pussy in a weave. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you were saying that, so that could basically spurge on kind of to enter Alternatives Ireland, was it? Or yeah, so I was doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know what Miss, I didn't know what Alternative Miss Ireland was when I was entering it because it it had only kind of come back um, the year before. They they done one in the in the eighties, and so in nineteen ninety six they they reset it up, and then uh, that the, so it was the second year, and I'd missed the I hadn't been in the country for the one before that. So um, Brendan Courtney, my friend, and Alan and a few bunch of people kind of going, we're going to do this, let's do it. Um, I knew Rory Panty as well, and Panty said, why don't you do it? Panty was kind of gathering contestants. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've, yeah. we've all done those things. You yeah. know, the biggest pain yeah. is when you're trying to get the contestants. Right. You'd be great. Oh, you'd, you'd be, be great. great. Yeah, exactly. Of course. I was like, would I? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ask me, ask me again when I've come down off this. <laughs> so, so next thing I know, I'm literally on the stage in the red box doing this kind of, I mean, not next thing I know. I did a little bit of preparation, but I didn't know really what it was going to be. I didn't even really consider it to be drag, to be honest with you. This is a really weird moment. And next thing I know, I did it. I didn't even consider that it could ever be anything. Um, I won it. And then, yeah, and then a few months later, and I'm soon. Tell us what was the act, because the act is basically kind of like, it's it's part, a big part of character formation of Shirley Temple Bar. So tell us yeah, like what the Yeah, and that's a really strange thing. Yeah, the really strange thing about Shirley Temple Bar is that it, it was developed as a character, like specifically a character with like kind of like um, like a storyline and and a, and, a, and a thing going on. So Shirley Temple Bar was an inner city girl. That's the joke. So Shirley yeah. and Temple Bar, the place in Dublin. By the way, it was Niall Sweeney who was the the person who was one of Panty's friend. Just threw that name out when I was describing mm-hmm. what I was doing, and I had some other really stupid name. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> will never be known because however horrible <laughs> Shirley is, the other one would have been a weight around my neck. For oh, the last that, twenty, was it was it Shirley, but another surname? No, no, it wasn't. I never tell you that. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now I know you well. That you're going to go. Oh, I get that out of you, bitch. <laughs> She'll corner you one night. She's like a dog with a bone. Yeah, I'm going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Liberty. I like it, you know, in um you know in Father Ted was like, was it was it Father Monsignor or uh, <laughs> You know, we should keep You'll that never know. <laughs> okay, so Shirley Sanbar was kind of born and then tell yeah. us more. Did you take that first year uh Alter Miss Ireland very seriously or were no, you just because... having a bit of crack? Because, like, I mean, the alternative to Miss Ireland that it became a few years later was a completely different thing to what it was when I did it. When I did it, 50% of the contestants were NCAD art students showing a bit of their project. Mm. This is me wearing a textile I made in my textile class. And, and it was all, you know, and it was actors doing bits. And it was, but it wasn't, it didn't, it became very draggy after, you know, a few years later. And it was right. very... Um, kind of, it was, but before that, it was a bit more kind of... I so don't know, it's hard to describe. It was an under... So you, club kiddie. Okay. So you were like an inner city kind of girl um, yeah. And what else? There was like, there was... And I, um, I was mad because I'd given up the drugs. I'd, I'd kind of <laughs> gone in to... Because around that time, there'd been, a big, there'd been a big deal about the inner city drug problem and, and heroin okay. and stop killing our kids was a big slogan. And, uh-huh. and so I kind of subverted that. And then I, I'd gone, okay, I've given up the drugs and now I've taken up gymnastics and that's saved my life kind of a storyline. But okay. of course, I hadn't given up the drugs at all. <laughs> Anybody looking at me on the stage <laughs> She's definitely on drugs because my gymnastics routine was particularly kind of like uh, freakish and manic. over the top, and <laughs> yes, very manic. That performance so is yeah. on your YouTube, isn't it? It is. Yeah. 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 Oh, every, every time I see it, I cry. I love it. I think it's brilliant. There is one bit though. One bit where I do this really weird movement, I'm, I, I don't know what, I don't even think it's an actual um, gymnastic movement, but somewhere in between doing a, a front-on split and some weird movement, I'm kind of almost coming down onto my ass and back up again. And I have no idea to this day how I actually managed to contort my body into that shape, but I think it was just kind of stage nerves. You know, when you're on stage, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you just kind of go a little bit past the safe space. So, oh, yeah, God. It's kind of mental. <laughs> Very dangerous. And then you find so, yourself on the floor, realizing the ambulance is on the way. <laughs> oh my god! Like you stopped our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you all we glad really when the worried. show stopped? Were you glad? We were like, oh, nice one, little break. <laughs> we were upstairs going, "What's going on? What's going?" On? Of course, originally I just thought it was a tech problem. So I was like, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> then I was like, "Oh my god, Victoria's I, I on our back." Dolly said, oh, Victoria's after breaking the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and then Davina ran down and started giving out to people who were like, you know. Oh like my God. Not helping yeah, because her. Because it was, uh, it was um, Angus McGreen's, um hen stag party oh, that yeah, night. And yeah. they were all in. And one of the guests of the stag that were there uh, literally stood up with his camera phone and just started videoing Victoria in <laughs> agony on the stage. And I said, I just shouted, Put the phone away, old gay. <laughs> Just oh, like my oh my god! You got to get your content where you can, though. I mean, you know, fair play. I know. Listen, <laughs> in, look, in hindsight, he was ahead of the curve. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, putting putting the video on Instagram with the you know an exclusive little tag on the bottom. Just a shout out to that old gay. If you do have that clip, send it in. <laughs> now she wants it. <laughs> so you won all tournaments, and you came first in that. And like, how did that then transfer to the George? Like, how did that all come about if it wasn't something that you were kind of trying to get into? Yeah, well, well no, do you know what? I mentioned already that I was kind of, I come back from London where I'd had a real job and I was doing real things. And then I decided that I didn't want to do real things anymore. And the little bit of, you know, it was, 
50 quid and a couple of drinks a few times for little uh, kind of impromptu gigs after the Alternative Miss Ireland. And then the George offered me a gig and I thought it was just going to be a once-off gig. But I did it and it went down well. So they asked me back the next week. And to be honest with you, it's just, it's kind of just, they, they just, <laughs> I just ne- stopped checking with them if they wanted me to come back. I just, just kept said, coming back. Yeah, you know, I'll that's see that you next week. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, and like at the time though, the George had just been, uh, renovated hadn't it like the George was just had previously been just Bridie's bar and it had just kind of been extended wasn't it around that time so so nowadays if you look at the front of the George from the street it's it's actually kind of three um street units you know it's three yeah. shop fronts so originally it was just the pub on the end which is now no, mm-hmm. which is now known as Bridie's and then I think sometime in the late 80s I think they they extended into the the next bit um planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's the size it was when I started doing doing the bingo. But I think the following year they did a big renovation because I was doing my show during the renovation. So uh-huh. they'd move me from one place of the bar upstairs around the corner um, and they'd keep doing the shows. It was mental. Um, and, but they extended into the next side and now it's the size that it is now. So when you say moving about, were you actually doing numbers and calling bingo? Yeah. Like on yeah. what? On, like On a box. On a box, okay. <laughs> I, I, I was doing, I was doing performances for probably a year where I wasn't lip syncing. They were all instrumental. Okay. Yeah. Like, like the rhythmic stuff, like rhythmic gymnastic stuff. Yeah, or? with the ribbons and stupid stuff. Yeah, I'd, I'd have ribbons and hula hoops and balls and all kinds of prop. I, you know, I love an old prop me. So I was doing kind of mad stuff and weird tunes, and just being basically crazy. And I mean, it was it was crazy. Really. And you were telling me before, like when you first started bingo, wasn't it like really early in the afternoon, like time yeah, wise? Because you guys probably won't remember this, but, but around that certain time, the licensing laws in Ireland said that pubs had to close between, I think it was between two and six on a Sunday, unless they had entertainment and food on the oh. premises during that time. So... They used to do. I think that's the rule. Maybe it's and not. And a star was born. No, I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that is, I used I, to also serve up a nice sandwich as well. A chili con carne. <laughs> Anyone for chips? <laughs> Taco fries. <laughs> so it was just you at that time, just doing the bingo. Uh, or was there more people helping? Well, that? so Annie Balls used to sell the bingo books, and um, there was uh, there was um, yeah, and then after that, 
Penny Bridge was was because any 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 balls you, you know you should have to talk to her about her um, on off relationship with the George because she would leave and come back more than Sharon on EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> she she was like you know she's gone. Why is she gone? Why is she? Gone? She had a fallout and was like, "This is What's my bar." It was always something dramatic as well. There was always drama. Like, yeah, I know. And he's gone. <laughs> Why is she gone? And then, and then she'd come back. And then sometimes it would be like a big, sometimes she wouldn't come back. One time, one time she came <clears throat> back and her return to the George happened in a number at Bingo. The door was open <laughs> oh, the stage. We did separate lives or something and she'd come in through the door and, you know, we had That's a big amazing. makeup. Visit. Oh, yeah, it was that. ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> it was a great storyline. <laughs> that is brilliant it was all, like that's hilarious like all those days it sounded like it was actually like a little soap opera in that place oh like, yeah she, Annie was pregnant and we had all kinds of mad because <laughs> oh. we were characters you know and I'd have birthdays and I I started off Shirley started off when she was about 12 so every year she'd have a birthday and people would bring her gifts and you know some of them were really obviously ridiculous expensive. kind of coming of age <laughs> expensive <gifts>. <laughs> 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 I'm a young lady What do I want with this <laughs> Tiffany bracelet um, um, Yeah No go on um, Yeah no So it was, it was lots of fun It was mentalness And yeah. um, you know And uh, yeah That was So that was 97 And then Before you knew it It was the new millennium Millennium yeah. And how did it progress then Like into kind of Moving it towards Like a cabaret Or a kind of variety show How did that happen because when they did the extension for the George and then finally it was finished, they had a bigger dance floor and that meant more space. And they put in a little stage and then the stage got bigger. And then because it was bigger, obviously there was scope to do stuff. And, and then by that stage, I, I had dancers. I had two dancers, Ryan and Anthony, and we'd do little kind of performances to Britney Spears and that kind of stuff. And then, uh, and then yeah, and then we just started adding in Penny Bridge and I would do performances and then Dizzy and Dolly came on and then Veda came on and then and then and then and then and then it just got to the bit where it was big enough that we'd have loads of people doing mad stuff. That's when I first started kind of going to bingo. Like I remember going yeah, to my very first bingo. I like I totally remember my very first bingo. It was just I think Penny Bridge had just left. So it was kind of eerie like Annie was still around and um like I just remember being blown away. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. Like mm-hmm. it was just so much so much energy. It was just brilliant. Yeah, I, I do remember watching thinking, firstly, what am I watching? And then secondly, <laughs> um, secondly, not being able to take my eyes oh, off the stage. So, like, I was... I, I think that hooked me into drag straight away. Because I'd seen you on the telly um, calling Telly Bingo. But then when I saw it in your... your uh, in your home of the George, I was like, okay, this is amazing. Like, this is so much yeah, fun. Yeah, because the telly bingo thing was, I mean, that happened because of what was happening in the George. My show in the George got loads of attention and it had, uh, you know, m- newspapers and and then a couple of documentaries. And, uh, you know, it was always being filmed for various TV programs and, you know, whatever the only is of the day. Mm. <laughs> well, not quite. <laughs> um, but then... Um, the, the National Lottery were looking for a new bingo host for their bingo program and I, you know they just thought of me and they came and they asked me to do it and I was kind of oh, I wasn't sure if yeah, I should do you, it what did you think when that was first kind of because I knew I knew that it wasn't going to be it, it wasn't going to be the right place for Shirley but I also figured it was a good audience to shove a little bit of drag and a little bit of kind of yeah. gender confusion mm-hmm. at it doesn't so get it was more a, bigger <laughs> like, it's yeah and it was, and it was it was also about being a bit kind of trans, whatever the word is, a bit, a bit transgressive and a bit kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, trying to shake things up. And, you know, this was 
like it was a good 15 years before a marriage equality referendum or anything like that. So, so the, 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 the audience who I was working to were, weren't even the late night um, young people's audience that they, they RTE didn't think that drag show would be good for. So, so it was kind of like, you know, I'm going to show you that these people are going to accept me. So if they accept me, you know, you know, you're or network two audience and then 11 p.m. would totally get this but whatever in the end it was one of those ones where I did it I did it several it was twice a week and then it became three times a week and it was a couple of years and you know daytime drag as we all know is a horror show and yeah. <laughs> there wasn't any scope for me to do any of the stuff that yeah. I enjoyed doing so when it actually got to a point where I was starting to get frustrated I think RTE and the, the, the producers were getting frustrated with me as well. So they just said, would you like to do it out of drag? And that was kind of a complete, mm. like I when that was... I, I, just before you move on to that, the one thing that um, yeah. comes up a lot is, uh, has drag gotten a little bit more mainstream lately? And I'm like, no, like if you think of Ireland, how long ago was Telebingo when you were on in that drag? Was 2001. Right, so that's the guts of 20 years ago and you were yeah. on the number one Irish TV channel in drag. I mean, like, sometimes I don't think Irish people get enough credit for their relationship with drag and... and progressiveness. Yeah, and, and progressiveness, for well, sure. That's, that's exactly my point. My whole point was, is that, you know, you know when, when small kind of stupid late night shows that, that, you know, that think they're edgy are doing edgy stuff, you know, on a Tuesday night, late at night, um, that's fine and good and, 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 and a drag show would totally fit in that slot easily but to be told that and ah, I don't think Ireland's ready for you kind of was one of the meetings we had to, to, to then go well actually then I can go into daytime for yeah. the drag for not for the drag for the old people um, you know and, and the mainstream Ireland housewives and people at home school kids coming home from school yeah. sitting beside yeah. their granny playing telly bingo with the drag queen and they all a lot of those people 20 years on are now parents at least themselves mm -hmm. and they all you know people tell me all the time I used to play with my granny and blah 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 and you know and it was very accepting well, I have to say, I've been playing a lot of telly bingo over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I really have. And you know, I haven't won one fucking prize. Uh, <laughs> no, Andrew has been playing line. and he's won all the time. Andrew's oh been God. buying tickets and he's won oh. loads. Oh, I call yeah. it fix. Fix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one lucky line. One For anyone cross. that doesn't know, Andrew is uh, Shirley's uh, loving husband. My loving, my loving, ever-suffering husband. <laughs> <laughs> and come here, while we're on the subject of telly bingo, one thing we have to clear up and clarify, because it's one thing that really pisses me off, and people always ask, they're like, why did they make Shirley stop doing drag? And they didn't. So to tell, like, no, please they, no, they, clear up that rumour. Well, it's not that they didn't. It's that, you know, it's all part of a, of a, of a thing. It was, it, it, when, when the decision was made, it wasn't, it was something that was suggested to me, but it was suggested to me after me doing three years of daytime drag and had already expressed the fact that I was a little fr frustrated. So that had already been put out into the ether and they yeah. came back to me and, and said, okay, you know, we're going, we're going to stop with the Shirley. And I thought that that was the, the full stop was there and I would go, okay, thanks. I'm back to the George or whatever else I can get. But then they offered me the gig to do, you know, outside of drag. And, and I just thought that that's kind of a fun thing to do because even all of the people who lie and pretend, my granny always thought you were a real woman. No, she didn't. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, I know my makeup is flawless, but please. Um, you know, for me, that was kind of a fun thing to go, you know, because that just kind of pushes the, the kind of gender question on again. And it just gave that whole thing a bit more of a boof. And I thought that maybe I'd do that for another year, or, you know, but it's been... Many years. Yeah, since, it's been, so. it, and I, it's, it's 
great that it's just continued on and it's you're just so natural at it as well and it's it's I just love seeing you do it and I think it's brilliant I just think it's great <laughs> I, just, I do you know no uh, but Davina no, you're a major daytime TV girl oh, like you really I are am. you I get am, all your programs in <laughs> now more so yeah the, the really good thing about Telly Bingo though is that people think I, I mean I already made a kind of joke about the old people earlier on but it isn't actually old people because the people you know who buy tickets come on the show when they've won a, a chance to do that and it's all ages and it's, it's you know, all genders. And, you know, I've had people, I've had gas in areas where it's kind of like, Shirley, I know you're from the George. And I'm like, my, name is De- my name is Declan and we're live. <laughs> I was actually meaning to ask you, um, I was, when I was watching it there last week, I was thinking, you know the way you do the phone call at the start? Yeah, and yeah. And it's, you're talking to Tom from Tralee or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever had someone come on and just like be like effing and blinding or just send something mental that you're like, that can't go on air? Well, no, no, because most people, most people are, you know, they know that they're winning money. So they, there's a kind of, a, well, we've decided to withhold your 50 euro and your couple of drinks because you were bold. So okay. but th- there has been moments where they, they used to a lot, be a lot of situations where, um, say, Bridie would be in her living room with <laughs> all of her friends from her book club and a couple of, the, you know, and at the end, yeah. they'd all scream and they'd say something. There has been a couple of times when somebody, normally a man's voice, <laughs> Shout something a bit kind of and you know I'm moving along so I I don't really hear what they're saying yeah. so far, but it's been, there has been a few times where I'm going oh I hope that wasn't you know off colour or whatever but, um, but most of the time most of a the time they're, statement. Yeah, they're like yeah down with that sort of thing oh, <laughs> I used to work in Ballymun and uh, one of the girls in work once won big on Telly Bingo she won 40 grand like the goods wow. of 40 grand and uh literally Ballymun everyone knows everyone's business so you just were like everyone was sitting back on who is the person from Ballymun that won the money and it was just travelling around the community <laughs> until everyone knew who had the money it was the big story who had new shoes yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like lost the run of herself she got neck curtains <laughs> Yeah, people get very cagey about knowing a lot of the time because you can ask the person who the shop where you bought the ticket to to send somebody to play on behalf of you, so you don't have to go on the telly and and show the world that it's you. Mm. Um, so th- some people do do that so that you know you don't find out that it's me from Valley Money won the money. So. Well, she had it spent in about I think three weeks. A hot one minute. <laughs> so obviously, like you know, when things reopen and we rejig, like the show must go on and we'll be back doing. Have you any like plans or anything coming up that is in the future? Um, in the words of the incredible Dolly Grip, no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, like, well, you know, it's kind of it's really hard to plan to you know. It was really awful for us is that we managed to grab everybody together and get ready for our, our, our kind of um, St. Patrick's Day show. And then that's when it all kind of kicked off. So, know. It's a, you know, it's a real effort to get us together and to do stuff. But when, yeah, when when we come back, we'll have to see what way we can all come back and what's Maybe a Corona from. panto. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I corona. think we should do all the, like, the, the things we miss. Oh, so yeah. we have to have the Patrick's Day um, oh, panto is going to happen even though it's not Patrick's <laughs> Day. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, yeah, at no, least kind of... it's online if people do want to see that. Actually. Well, exactly. It's not like we... <laughs> it's, it's all available on the internet. Yes. 
Um, and come here, I was just thinking there, just when you, um, we just had a little bit of technical issue when you were off. We're trying a new system out. We are not tech queens, but we're really <laughs> trying to upscale at the moment. Davina's been doing online force courses. I have. <laughs> and I've been failing all of them. <laughs> uh, you have oh, a very oh. clean line, Davina. I get that all the time. (laughs) Um, We were just thinking, and of all the things, and like I know you have done like the craziest shit, like throughout the years. (laughs) Is there anything that kind of sticks in your head that was really good, like one of your most favorite moments that you've had in your drag career, like as Shirley? Just yeah, see, good doesn't necessarily make a good story because good is that I enjoyed myself or I had a fun time. Just for you, like I've done sort of like kind of mad. yeah, I, like, I really loved, we went to San Francisco to film a documentary for T. That was a lot of fun. But that doesn't yeah. make, that's, that story's already out there. I've done lots of kind of mad stuff. At yeah. the time, I nearly set the, fire, the, the, the George on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that's a New good Year's one. Eve. In fact, co- coincidentally, that was the last time the George was closed down for a prolonged period of time. And it was all <laughs> my fault. Yeah, it was the, it was the New Year's Eve of, um, uh, it was the winter of 2006 into 2007. So it was New Year's Eve. Um, the beginning of 2007 and I decided because it was 007 at the end of it I was going to do a James Bond theme on, on the New Year's Eve show and I made this kind of the visuals and there was loads of these kind of Bond openings like you know the, the way that's like you even filmed a bit for me Davina as well you know kind of women doing squiggly dancing oh, and kind yes, of yes I remember yeah, that, ridiculous yeah. um, and I had like all of these moments where, where there was flames kind of flying at the screen and you know they were obviously off the internet they were I didn't make them and I made kind of an opening James Bond kind of performance number and you know the whole gist of it was that I got kind of shot to death in the end and that was the end of me and I was <laughs> shot to death <laughs> and I would rise again like the phoenix in 2007 oh however the end part of it was to coincide and I had it all timed up and at the very end it was like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4 and I, Happy New Year and the Georgia decided the last minute to put in pyrotechnics that would go, you know, you know, yeah. Happy New Year everybody and the guys came in who were trained to do it and check out, they checked out the pub and they put them where they thought was the safe place to be but they hadn't remembered that the screen was going to come down in front of where they had put some of them. So some of these pyrotechnics popped off the stage, hit Hit the screen, bounced on a month-old Christmas tree that had been sitting there. That had been treated <laughs> now, it had been, but it was dry as, you know, yeah. <laughs> and went on fire. Slowly oh on fire, but went to a kind of a smoky fire. And because it was up high in the building, the smoke started to creep across the top of the building. So very calmly, I was telling everybody to leave the building. But of course, yeah. people kind of panicked and some... Yeah. There was a really funny kicking in windows. Yes, lesbians <laughs> kicking in windows. Even the though the doors are know, open. <laughs> five past midnight on New Year's Day, all the gays who bought tickets to go to the George are outside on the street, going, "What do we do now?" I'm on yeah. the street, covered in fake blood, with with you know the fire brigade going, "Are you all right, hon?" And I'm going, "I'm not, hon, and I'm fine. It's all my <laughs> fault." So um, yeah, that was gas. And then as a kind of a thank you or a sorry, we ended up. I'm inviting Sophie Ellis Baxter over a month and a half later when we reopened the George oh, yeah. and it was all ready to go. So we had that. her come and do a gig, which kind of brings us back to where we were talking about. Yeah. I mostly remember that because I loved your look that night and I still talk about that because I was probably looking were you there, Victoria? so jealous. Yeah, I went. Uh, I was so jealous because you did this... Um, Scooby-Doo uh, look kind of inspired with a little bob and a pair oh, of glasses. I don't know why I keep mentioning this. Spy woman. L- loved <laughs> Yes, her, yes. That's the same hair, yes. Spy lady hair. <laughs> so I love spy woman. 
I remember that. I was uh, I was at home when that happened and I, I'd fallen asleep literally it was like the one year I was like I'm just going to have a Chinese I'm going to and I fell asleep <laughs> watching Jigs and Reels do you remember that was on oh um, my god yeah and I woke up because Bailey and some of my friend had gone out and they were like the George is burning to the ground I was like what <laughs> what like literally woke up and I was I thought everyone is dead everyone is dying it's just like yeah, yeah. oh my god the dramatics yeah, the hey, there drama. was one smashed window where a lesbian threw a stool out the window because she didn't want to walk two metres to go around the yeah. front door. There was a bit of smoke damage at the top of the dance floor. And the danger wasn't actual fire. The danger was smoke inhalation from the, fi- yeah. from the Christmas tree. That was yeah. That's yeah. all it was. But, I mean, oh it was but it was very dramatic at the time. Um, come here, me and Davina were talking um, about like, because you've involved us in a lot of crazy things over the years. Oh, I know where and this we is were, going. We were trying to think what our, what our favourite kind of things that you've brought us on board with. And like, something that's not it, firstly, is I need to acknowledge the bus down to Milk Festival and how shit-faced we got before <laughs> remember, even getting to the oh festival. Me and you, Shirley, were on diets, do you remember? Oh and we were we <laughs> started. We're not allowed yeah. to have any carbohydrates. Or and no we were like, okay. <laughs> we were like, and the I'll show was the eight hours later. Eight <laughs> hours later, and we none of us we were, were like, oh my god, with the fairies. Yeah, that wasn't. That was a very fun, very fun. It was a beautiful day, if I remember. So and beautiful. Yeah, if you the, dam- the damage was the damage was intense, but it was lots of it fun. It really was. But, I really uh, thought what, you were going to mention another event. Oh, no, I, I am. Yeah, the one <laughs> I'm going to mention. And I'm not going to say what it was called, but it was a festival yes. that um, you'd been booked for and you booked myself and Dolly to do the show with you. And uh, <laughs> I was thrilled. Can I just say I was thrilled to be thought of for anything. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, brilliant. You were Great, lucky. Let's do it. I was lucky, right? So uh, we we came in, we rehearsed things like Que Sera Sera, and uh, there was a whole package put together and we went backstage. What was the song to... with the flute? There was a song with like instruments. No, no, no. That was the Abbey Theatre. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so we went backstage and there was a girl group singing uh, before something, wasn't there? Before we went out. So yeah, we got to see what the audience of, were like. Yeah, there was some kind of a band. But, so this was in, it was in the, it was in the Rathmines. I'm going to name it. It was in the <laughs> Rathmines <laughs> Festival. And we were kind of asked very short. It was a short notice kind of thing. And I thought, oh, we'll do something different. And it's really hard for us, as you know, to try to just lift the the bingo show out of the George and bring it anywhere else. And I tried Uh that a few times. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. So I said, let's just have a smaller amount of people and let's try to do it around a different thing. And Mm -hmm. I had big aims and big plans of it to be whatever. But when it actually came down to it, we were in this small old school room and the audience had been there previously to watch some kind of like actually talented people doing actual talented <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so I completely bottled it and I went, right, we're not doing this bit. We're not doing this bit. I'd also had a little drink beforehand as well. So I'm kind of going, oh, so you know. Well, that no, kind no, of- to be specific, there was a theme of school about the whole set. OK, yeah. So you'd brought um, club milks and a flask, but the flask didn't have tea <laughs> or anything in it. It was poison vodka and you were shoving it like our, my direction, Dolly's direction, your direction. Because when we looked into the audience and we saw that maybe they weren't ready for us, if yeah, that makes but that's, sense. that's always the worst though, isn't it? When you go into an audience yeah. and they weren't ready for us. Or they, or they expected to be theatre. I hate that. Because yeah. you mentioned the Abbey Theatre as well. Like the Abbey Theatre asked me to do something years ago and it was like so they were kind of we haven't done a drag queen on the stage and then, uh, that was Shade at Panty by the way they haven't had a drag queen <laughs> um, so, so you know it was, a, it was meant to be a little thing and they had um, 
it, they, they'd done kind of, they'd had uh, the Divine David on the week before. And it was, it was the same, um, it was all during the run of a particular show. I think that was in 2007. It was, it was a really mental time for me. I mean, actually, I remember now, I now I'm downer. It was around the time that my brother was very ill. And, um, uh-huh. and so, and so um, I, I was really distracted from what was going on. And I was trying to get the show and do something. And we rehearsed and we were all ready to go. But again, when I ended up on the stage, it was really like, I don't really remember what I meant to I do. I was in the right audience. Now. I was yes. in the audience and I remember I had heard you guys rehearse and so I was waiting to see these numbers and it yes. just the show just kept ticking along and I was like where are these because, numbers coming out? <laughs> because and I, the really funny thing was that I'm on the stage I have Dolly and I have April and I have um, Victoria and was there somebody else? No, that's it. Just the yes. four of us. Yeah. There's the four of us. And because we had a number that we never, we had a group number that we never ended up doing in the end and it was just because yeah. I lost the run of my kind of music was it? Oh God. Yeah, was, Mama, that was it. That Cops. was it. Make They're the best. Kind of music. Those stories of like, you know, the I, kind of mess that we make. There was a very uh, clear moment in that night. I remember in the audience when I will never forget it. You had like a cane or something and you just sat, you turned around and you just sat on the desk. There was a desk on the stage and it was yeah. really quiet. You could hear a pin drop and all you could hear was this, the turn of a cap of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and she swigs the bottle and I was like I remember just looking around going oh my god this is this is going off off track this is like, brilliant oh brilliant but no, but the whole point of it was brilliant. the whole point of that thing was I mean maybe it didn't transfer but the whole idea of it was it was oh it, it did was, it, it was meant to be about bad reputations and it was meant to and be being about, outrageous yes wasn't it because you walked out to Britney Spears outrageous it was meant to be outrageous and meant to make people go what the fuck I mean, but then again it wasn't yeah. really thought that I hadn't thought it out that much but it was kind of like it was it was this, brilliant it was, it was brilliant really brilliant. stupid but, but to come back to the to the arts festival I started to brick it like really really brick it and I really didn't want to perform like I was like oh I can't do this I can't do this and I turned to Shirley <laughs> Oh my god, I remember. Do you, do you really need me to do this number? Are you sure? And when I say she no. spun me around, pushed me towards the stage and hit play on the track oh and goes, "Yes." <laughs> I think I was pressing play on my own music as well. It was all were, it was very low. That's the problem is that a lot of these things if you have the proper tech around you or the proper support, you can do your uh-huh. thing, but if you're on your own totally. and there's nobody kind of Blackness. directing you, yeah, 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 it is a bit ropey. I live very near that building where we did that gig. And every time I walk by it, Run I past. actually do have, I have PTSD. I get a kind of a weird, <laughs> I, I kind of, my, you know, my anus clenches. And I kind of, <laughs> and I kind of walk fast. We got so many stories about bingo, but um, the highlight always seems to be when someone in the crowd thinks that they can outwit you and the the hilarity that just kind of happens from that. And so many people being like, you know, this person in the front thought that they could really, you know, take the audience and really make them laugh. And then all of a sudden they realize what is actually happening. Uh, so many good stories on that. I would be terrified to hear some of those stories. <laughs> you know, they loved it. Oh, I think there, sometimes there though, some... Some, but the thing about it is it's in a bar and whatever, however drunk, you know, I've been and, you know, I've been drunk, but the, the people in the audience tend to be drunker and they can go, yeah. you know, and they're, they're not, they're not working. So sometimes they can be this kind of weird battle of wits that can get a bit out of hand, but sometimes the I'll throw away comments are priceless. I mean, yeah, coming yeah. from. You can't write yeah. them. 
Well, there was one uh, one uh, guy who said that you caught out this girl for bringing in her own bottle of wine to the bar. She was like, oh, I'm having it. Like she offered you wine or something. And then you saw what type of wine it was. And you were like, we don't sell that wine here. And then she was kicked out for bringing in her own booze. Oh and you know what? I probably made up the bit about it not being sold here to get out. <laughs> That's how I got her, bitch. <laughs> well, speaking of drunk people, I have to say, like over the years, like uh, some of my some of my favorite events, like Victoria was saying the thing in in Rat Minds, and I was trying to think of my favorite thing that we've done over the years because I've been around a little bit longer than Victoria, and I feel like we've done a couple of I don't know. There's been lots of times, but I couldn't actually put it down to one. And I have to say, when we go off on our little adventures post show. Yeah, are, are definitely my favorite times because I'm squirming just, now because I'm not sure. I know <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm not going to say anything, but, but we always just end up in these mental oh situations. My God, like yeah, we're kind of both mad like that in that way where we will stay out all night and we'll just be crazy and we'll talk to anyone and we'll end up in mad situations and then we just always end up in a taxi going home laughing like laughing just, laughing just going, about what we've seen can you seen believe that can you believe that but it is it is the thing about it you know you do a show and you're kind of you're you're, you're amped up and you're you know your hormones and your 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 adrenaline is all kind of like pumping and you're all and then you come off the stage and it's, it's just very hard to crank that from 10 down to yeah. zero again so, so hard it's so, so hard to go to sleep sometimes yeah. Just yeah. after a show, like, and then, like, if you have to get up the next morning, your just brain is ticking and ticking and ticking. It's really hard. And if you're trying to think and you're trying to be funny and you're trying to have a laugh with people, you end up convincing yourself that you need to have a laugh yourself. So I've yeah. always, over do. the years, wanted to, yeah, have you a do. laugh. Like, after that's the show. What we, yeah, like that's what we were saying. Even doing this digital thing that we've been doing, like, as soon as it's over, it's over. You know, whereas yeah. at least when we're doing our show all together, we can sit in the dressing room, we can have a laugh and just like kind of like decompress all together. And that's, and that again, you know, going back to what we were talking about, that's one of the best parts of it. It's the kind of like, even if, because, you know, any performer can go on stage and go, oh God, I had a horrible gig or, or that was a bit harder than I expected or more effort or, or it was great, mm-hmm. whatever. But coming off stage and having somebody to share that with, that's, that's the real, that's the real yeah. fun. Because otherwise it it's, it's just out there in the ether. It doesn't really exist after you've done it. Come here, um, while you're here, because I, I, we both know that you've got some rudders for sure. Um, I feel that it would be good to do Rudder of the Week with Shirley uh, Davina, yes. if that's cool. Yes, absolutely. And well, to kick off the Rudders of the Week, um, I got an email yesterday uh, on my from my website. This, so hang on, is this your Rudder of the Week? This is my Rudder of the Week, right? Okay. Uh, I got an email and the subject line is Guy from POF, which is Plenty of Fish, right? Oh, and the email so address good. is... This is made up email at gmail.com was who it was sent by. So clearly they didn't want me to reply to their email. And it says, hey, I seen you changed your name now. We met on Plenty of Fish years ago and chatted on Kick for ages. I know I have the right person. I'd love to catch up. I set up a new Kick to try find you. So this is what I'm reaching out on this. Kick me, the name. I wanted to kick them. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you. And then it mentions the person who they said their name was. So clearly someone had been using my pictures on Plenty of Fish, but gave their drag name. Now, this is someone that did drag probably about 12 someone years we know. ago. Someone we, someone we know. Oh, my God. Mm, yeah. Is this another game of Hunt that... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, um, so yeah. So basically, they Victoria. had clearly used all my Guan. When was this email sent? This is what I want. I was <laughs> yes, thinking detailed. about this. Oh, time of the day. Yeah, the no, like, the was day. it actually sent yesterday or was it like an old yesterday email that you discovered? No, yesterday at 7.28 oh my p.m. Gosh. And they actually sent up another um, email, like, two minutes later saying, Hi, uh, yeah, hi, me again, just to be clear, <laughs> my again. last message, my last message was for Victoria's Secret, but she's changed her name. Her old name was, and please get me on kick and their name again. So oh. I kind of have tempted to go on kick and message them to see what the story is. Oh, my God, do, do. I'd oh, love to hear. Wild. So the, the you definitely know them, Shirley, and Davina, you definitely do. Mm, I um, know. They did some drag contests in the George, so they mentioned the name a few times. Oh my God, that's yeah. so juicy. Mm. Are you going to call them out? No, I don't think so, because I actually think it's gas, because this was probably like 10 years ago. Now, like, my photos now are crusty, but like, 10 years ago, I'm but thrilled I, that they were able to pull someone. I 20 years ago, they this. thought all the drag kings were the same person. <laughs> they still do. Well, that's they true. Still that's do. true. That's true. Um, I don't know though if it was necessarily your photographs were used for sexy purposes. Like it could have been actually just used to shit stir, you know that kind of way. So, no, this person, <laughs> this, this specific person was definitely not trying to shit stir because I know they're so vibes. sexy. They were, they were because I'm so sexy. Yeah. Uh, no, they were definitely like hunting some some dick. Oh, so oh. that person beep is <laughs> Rotter of the Week. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, my Rotter of the Week is people that have been just obviously everyone is stuck at home and everyone's on social media a lot more. And people are sharing their views and everyone has a fucking opinion. We all know that. But there's a certain group of people that are just getting very aggressive with other people's opinions. And all this COVID and Corona talk is a load of, like, it's just, it's getting old. But, you know, if people are talking about conspiracy theories or they're talking about different ideas or they're talking about mainstream media and all this bullshit, let them fucking talk about it. Like, it, unless once they're not spreading, you know, false information, it, you know, starting a conversation is not... um is not against the law. So all these people hopping on, delete me from Facebook if you say this. It's like, cop on. Like, give me a break. You know? So they've really Are you just my grapes. Because I've seen Dolly has really been pissed off with people who yeah. have conspiracy but, theories. So are you coming for Dolly? Is that no, what you're going to say? Or? No, because no, she's right in what they're saying. Like, because if the, if the theory is so whack and so out there, that's like that's one thing. But for people to just be kind of questioning things or, you know, questioning actual you know actions that happen or whatever that's what i'm talking about them being stopped or said don't be so ridiculous that wouldn't happen or this didn't happen it's just that pisses me off because it's so are you excited about 5g then or what's the crack yeah oh i don't actually know anything i don't really know anything about that and i know it's like nothing to do with corona and all that kind of stuff but it's just people being told that they're not allowed to think a certain way without you know and i hate that shit and it's always by these real aggressive people on on Totally, Facebook and come here, hun, you love a back a bat wing cape as well. Like, and nothing's going to get in the way of that. No, oh, and have I you will get to the bottom out? of it. <laughs> no, I haven't been called it, but I I made a comment where just where I questioned something online, and somebody said, somebody called me out and basically saying like, was I drunk or? <laughs> so, which ironically, I have I feel like I've been in rehab the last few weeks. I've been so sober. Um. So yeah, I, I think people. Misunderstand things. each other a lot at the moment. I think mean, that's that's kind of sad, isn't it? Is that, I think that yeah. people are 
I think because people are desperate for facts about what's happening, people want to know when this is going to be over, what's going, what the world is going to be like when it's done. People want, and that that's not a matter of, until it happens, it is a matter of, of opinion. Yeah. But when it happens, it's going to happen in the way that it happens. And nobody really knows Absolutely. that yet. So yeah. until then, we're living in this really weird world where just loud voices get to say whatever they want. And, and that can be quite triggering for people, I suppose. Yeah. But, I just think people well, should show me. up until they know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> triggered me, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, Shirley, what's been yeah, bothering you then? I mean, heart? firstly, you're in a, a loving, loving long-term relationship. How is that just the two of you isolating together? Hopefully, Andrew is not the rotter of the week, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's gonna, no, he's going to come for you now. No, <laughs> we've been, it's been quite nice, actually, because we, we, we get to, we're spending a lot more time with each other than, than we normally would be able to because, you know, of the way work would be and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no. Um, I think people, um, the people who are rotten me at the moment are, are actual real people. I'm, I'm, every time I see a British <laughs> politician people. on the television, I get real people. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see a British politician on the television at the moment, I get really irritated. I just get irritated by the fact that they're the ones speaking on behalf of, of British people and, and how the UK has this big impact on, on, on our country because it's kind of sitting there between us and the rest of Europe. But we're still in the European Union and they're there beside us as our kind of supposed best friend. But they're, they're being a bit mad and a bit kind of... And it's kind of awful what's happening. And, and it's you know, that's kind of triggering me a bit. Um, I'm also really annoyed when people are talking about their experiences during um, this this whole coronavirus thing and, and thinking that what they're going through is exactly the same as what everybody else is going through because yeah. everybody is having a different experience even though the circumstances are more or less the same some people's day to day is having to go to work in a hospital or in or in you know spa or driving around you know delivering food or whatever it is and other people are getting to sit home and watch you know self-made on Netflix or <laughs> I'm watching Black Earth <laughs> Rising at the moment actually um, you know so that's my little yeah. rant yeah, no, so beware if you're a real person Shirley's cool don't like you. real people I only believe we're in fantasy people yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're grand Victoria I hate real people <laughs> I don't like chicken I like fish oh my god I don't like chicken I like beef <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Shirley, thanks so much for joining us. I just want to acknowledge as well, last Saturday I tuned in to uh, your fundraiser bingo for Belong To, which I hear they raised a lot of bloody money. I had such a ball because um, me and Davina obviously been doing stuff, but we haven't been able to like sit back have a drink and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So it was so nice to actually just go, there's one of our girls, have a laugh with you. And uh, thanks because I've been self-isolating on my own. So it was yeah, a nice that's hard. And you guys have been slaying it. I mean, you've been slaying it with the podcast. And as I said already, you've been slaying it with your shows. And, and I know that so many people have really appreciated because it is an effort. I just set up, I mean, it belonged to you were doing the organisation behind that. But I had to set up just the sound and, and the kind of the, the, the capacity mm-hmm. to do like a, a Zoom thing. And, and and the drag, obviously, getting into drag. That's a big effort. It's a big pain. Yeah. So, it's, you know, you did it and you're doing it and you're slaying it. So, yeah. you know, kudos back to you, dudes. It's crazy the way it's. we've all kind of just become like digital drag over the last four weeks. It's like everyone <laughs> is just kind of like figuring it Are out. Are you in drag know, now? Like, I actually am, yeah. I'm wearing a negligee. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that negligee. It's been all over the world. The one oh where, where you're wearing your black slippers. 
It is. I ordered it online for my OnlyFans update. <laughs> but that's literally it. Thanks yeah, so much for um, joining us and, and breaking from your... Because you are still working. So thanks for joining us anyway. Yeah. Oh, it was and so good to being, talk to you and have a laugh. Thanks for being our episode number 10. Because you're across the board. Yes. <laughs> ten out of ten, girl. <laughs> yes, queen. And we hope to see you soon in real life. Oh, please. In real life. Please, know, hopefully. please. We'll save, take we'll care save of it. yourselves. And that's it, you guys. That's it. That's the end of another episode. Um, we will be back again in two weeks. We might have another 15-minute break as well, but who knows, depending on how motivated Davina is on a weekly basis, we'll see how we get on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll see you again in two weeks. Bye, Davina. Bye, Shirley. Bye, girls. Bye. Love Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.